0: Okay. Monday night and it's lifestyles of love with your girls Chris and Vic. I'm Chris. I'm Vic. Coming to you from home today, you know, Ooh. because why not? You know, things happen and our home is beautiful, so why not? Um, we are live on VegasHypemedia.com, live on Facebook and YouTube. Um You know, if you feel the need to send a comment, send it our way. And tonight we are talking with our sponsor, Kuule, out there in wonderful, beautiful Hawaii. Uh, We're talking about her company, Voyager. Um, If you're interested, you can always go to voyager.com. It's V O I J O U R.com. Or you can at her on IG facebook um and tonight we're just going to get into all the all the goodness of reiki healing and uh she's got some some giveaways some free classes she's got a surprise for us all so we're gonna get there say hey hi hi everyone
1: there she is (laughs)
0: how's hawaii today
1: it's been beautiful um Cold for me, but probably not for any of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's been a pretty perfect day.
0: I love it. I can't wait um,
1: to I've yeah, been in Hawaii. Hawaii. please come and visit. It's so
2: expensive.
1: To. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well,
2: why is milk twenty dollars out there? <laughs>
1: oh
0: my gosh. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. No, you're so right. It is uh, expensive, yeah.
0: but I mean the it's payoff is down. the beach right it's right yeah. there surfing I live, all, all times of year
1: yeah i live blocks from the beach like i walk I can walk there every single morning and then oh. out of this window is like the mountain sort of mm. far in the distance it's it's so beautiful so mm-hmm. i'll pay ten dollars cool. for milk if, there you go if See this, there's right? a trade-off mm. here no volcanoes yeah but have erupted, rent is though, the right? same yeah no no yeah. But rent is the same as LA. So it didn't feel Ooh. too good.
0: Oh. Thanks. Damn. Well, yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I think we'll just get right into it. You know, the same old shit is going on in the world. <laughs> yeah. So, we're still we're still here.
1: Yes, yes, we we are. are still here, yeah. thriving or surviving. Thriving. Mm. I,
0: either is good. Amen. good. <laughs> So Reiki itself, what is the what is the history of Reiki? I heard it's Japanese, right?
1: Yeah. So it's Japanese. It was it was bestowed on this gentleman in Japan named Mikao Usui. Um and um, he basically went on this individual quest to, um, there, there are a few different histories, but basically he went on a quest to find the healing power of touch, um, mm-hmm. similar to the story of Jesus or, um, the history of Jesus, whatever you believe. And so he went on his own journey to like in full faith of that ability to be able you know, the energy going through you, God going through you, whatever you believe, um, flowing through your hands and being able to heal. And so he did. So he went um, all over the world and then ended up back in Japan um, at this monastery near this mountain. And he decided that he was going to climb the mountain and spend 21 days up there um, he didn't take any food or water. He was going to fast and just meditate for 21 days. And so he got on the mountain, and he set up 21 rocks. So every time the sun would come up in the morning, he would take a rock down. Mm-hmm. And it said that on the 21st day, he was bestowed, like, sort of this light shined down in his third eye. and And the Reiki within him was awakened, and he was able to create from that. So... He stayed at the monastery and healed the community, um, their physical ailments, as well as his own physical ailments. Um, But he found that eventually those physical ailments would come back. And he realized that the individual being healed needed to be involved, needed to be a full and willing participant in their own healing journey, Mm -hmm. Um, because unless they fix what's on the inside or they change an aspect of their life, you know, whether it's, um, what you're eating or your exercise or things like that, then the ailments were always going to come back. And mm-hmm. so that's how Reiki was really created. it's It's not just the healing power of touch. It's really um, willing participants, uh, come and they find their Reiki healer, and the journey sort of begins for them or continues. You know, I, I was in therapy for a long time, and I love therapy and I went mm-hmm. to yoga training. And so it's sort of been this journey. And I think that's how it goes for everyone, you know? yeah, um, at least especially for those of us who are sort of driven to self-heal so that we can um, be truly happy and free and and successful in a way that is successful for us, which for me, I think has gone from only, you know, the outer exterior to success to now success for me is like inner peace, you know, and like Mm -hmm. really not avoiding anymore, trying not to numb out so much, or at least being more conscious about it, you know, okay, I'm going to numb out because I really need a break from these challenges, uh-huh. but, but I'm doing it consciously. And, and when I'm ready, I'm going to get to that and I'm going to face it. I'm going to feel those feelings. So to me, that's been, I would say the highlight of my life, the success of my life.
0: Wow. Yeah. And so you're not just a Reiki master healer. You've got all kinds of, you know, skills um Mm -hmm. you've been did you are you a ada alum did you go to ada
1: i am yeah so i was a
0: first year when you were a third year okay wow yeah yeah because i was i was thinking about that i was like actually she that's probably how you know we have a mutual friend um Mm -hmm. and so that's amazing so you know you know terry and brenda yes oh oh
1: my gosh terry yes yes
0: Yeah, so you went there. So, that, so Ada is the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. It is an a acting conservatory in Los Angeles and New York. And, um, you know, it, it teaches you the basics of acting and kind of, like, theater, uh, stage, life, I guess, uh, performing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you've got that under your belt. And then you've also, you're also a writer. Yeah.
1: Um, this is more, you know, I have come from a family of writers mm. and I grew up writing. And so I kind of got into it really organically. I started just reading people's scripts and um, just being able to kind of type cast it like say like so what you're Mm. what you're writing for right now is lifetime and if that's what you want that's wonderful and you're on the right you're on the right path if you are wanting to sell to hbo or to netflix those are completely different demographics and Mm -hmm. from each other they're completely different demographics so uh so from there it went to our mutual friend and i writing a script together and sort of going on that journey together um and then I just started really content editing. And so right now, right. I'm the senior content editor for uh, this company called Polish Service. And they go around the world and they work uh, with five star resorts to get them onto the Forbes list. Awesome um, okay. yeah. And then right now i'm I'm working on I'm working with a nursing home and I'm creating uh, co-creating pamphlets that are going to be going into the hospitals, to, you know um, give people their options. So yeah, I, I, I do it. I do it all. I think what they have in common for me is Mm -hmm. the love of humanity and the study of human behavior. Like I just, I'm so passionate about human behavior. You know, I was Mm. why like, you know, if I do something, I'm like, why did I do that? And I really try to understand it. And so in, in other people, I do that as well. So writing Reiki acting, it's, it's all the same for me. It's just a different expression of, of human behavior
0: and, um,
1: yeah. So, yeah that's very well, interesting that you, you tie those together how did you discover Reiki um I was in the middle of my 200 hour yoga teacher training okay. um I had been taking I had been going to yoga classes for a long time and then I realized after a couple of years I still didn't really understand why I was doing anything in that class you know mm. in 45 minutes it's so hard to really know exactly why I'm doing this and so during that um, this Reiki master came in. And at that point, honestly, I thought Reiki was total BS. I was like, so you pay someone not to touch you and, huh. and it heals you. You know, like I, I even though I was open <laughs> to like the spiritual, um, aspects of life, because I, you know, you grew up in, you grew up in Hawaii and, and in the Hawaiian culture and you really, it's there. Um, mm-hmm. so, but, for, but Reiki to me was just, like, I didn't even know its lineage. I was like, it's probably this Western thing that I'm not going to like. It's like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but she came and she did a group Reiki session um, on all of us. Mm-hmm. And she ended up guiding us through a channeling meditation to meet our spirit animal. But um, for me, instead of meeting my spirit animal, I met my spirit guide. And wow. he was this very, sorry, it gets a little loud here. It was, oh. he was this very starry man, uh, or uh, like, not man, but it was very, ma- it was more masculine. Mm. And um, it was the most phenomenal experience I'd ever had. And then a year after that, I was really going through heightened anxiety, depression, Mm -hmm. very overwhelmed, unhappy in the relationship that I was in. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I just needed something. And a friend who did the yoga class with me told me, well, you know, that woman who came to the class, I just went to her and she's amazing. So maybe try Reiki. And I did. And a couple months later, I was taking classes from her and getting certified in, in Reiki training more for the self healing. I definitely Mm -hmm. didn't plan on starting a business or Mm. using it on others or teaching. Um, But I ended up loving the teaching almost more so than just working on individuals. Um, Teaching is just, it's a very special experience. And Mm. for me, it's, I don't want you to pay me once a month. Um, you know or once a week if I can just teach you how to do this and then you can heal yourself but not only that you can heal your community Mm. so for me that just feels um yeah it's just there's something about it that's just really wonderful
0: yeah and you were saying that uh, a combination of Reiki and therapy is like a good kind of collaboration right
1: Yeah, I think it's a great collaboration. And for me, I've utilized both in my own self-healing and especially this year. You know, this year really Uh took me to, like, some of the darkest places that I didn't Mm. even think existed for me, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so, so Reiki helped me dive into the layers of what's going on, you know, why... This trigger, trigger was so like magnified, and then in therapy, I can understand it from a more intellectual and and science route. Um, and then I'm, and then she gives me tools to, you know, to heal that. And then my spirits give me tools, and my guides and my ancestors and Reiki, and the two together. It's just for me, it's been really, really powerful. I think. Yeah. It's, I think, a well-rounded, it's not just sticking to one thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's, you know, I love doing Reiki. I love going to therapy. I just started cupping for the last three mm. months, and I love it. I love getting really? massages when I can. Uh, yeah, I'll go on Groupon, and I'll just like, okay, what can I, right. can right. I mm-hmm. get myself? Um because I need it, and my body was just craving that healing. You know, when we're going through emotional turmoil, it shows up physically in, in mm-hmm. different ways. So, yeah, I love it. How so, long have you
2: been practicing Reiki?
1: I've been practicing Reiki for about five to six years. Oh, okay. wow, it's been a minute! Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah while. Yeah. And so, take us through the process of it because I'm sure a lot of people are still like, What the hell are you talking about in terms of like? The energy and I know you implement, like, uh, the chakras and mm-hmm. meditation. Mm-hmm. And so, take us through the process just for, like, for layman's terms.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> um First off, as explainable as it is, it's also mm-hmm. I think something that you simply need to experience, and that's yeah, not exactly. coming from a sales yeah. standpoint. Like I give free Reiki all the time; I'm happy to do that when people need help because um, I've been there. Um, right. So I think it's just something where if you doubt it, I'm almost like try it, and and there's 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 just a layer that almost can't be seen by the by the human eye quite yet. And, but that aside, Reiki right now is in 900 different hospitals all over the world. It's been used in surgery rooms, um, especially in breast cancer and cardiology, Mm -hmm um they're bringing reiki masters into the surgery room and there's actually a training now that, that reiki masters only wow. can go to to learn how to be in the room because they're you know they are you're really the only person that stays still next to the patient the whole time everyone else is moving around moving.
0: Uh-huh. so
1: you so you have to sort of be in the room um and not be in the way and right. and the doctors and the nurses they're, they're all feeling it, you know, the Reiki energy, it's, it's expanding in the room. And so not only is the patient being healed and during the process, but everyone is feeling that energy. And, um, so what it is, is we have energetic meridians and I sometimes use chakras. I sometimes use the term energetic meridians to me, they're all the same. Um, but we have the main seven. And so that's our crown. Our third eye, our throat chakra, our heart chakra, our solar plexus, our sacral area, and our room, which is our private area. And these energetic meridians are always moving. And when they're in balance, we feel in balance. We feel that we are in balance. Mm. Um, But when we're going through something emotional or we physically get sick, these get out of balance and we can and we can feel it. And it's almost sort of like the chicken and the egg. Like, was it, you know, mm-hmm. my lack of practice that allowed my chakras to become mm-hmm. imbalanced and allowed the depression to take over more so than when I'm utilizing my daily practice? And so I'm really just a vessel. I, I'm not really a healer. It's more so that I'm a vessel of God or the universe. For me, it's God. And the Reiki energy is through me and into the individual that's in front of me or that I'm working on or in a group aspect. Um, and so it's going through and it's balancing each of the chakras while I'm placing my hands energetically over those areas or any areas that call me. And, um, within this, intuitive messages can come up so you know especially when we're not really tuned in and we're not really listening that's where for me Reiki um helps a lot you know mm-hmm. is going to my head and uh because I have a headache and it's simply um you're just dehydrated you know so it doesn't always have right. to be this big emotional thing right, sometimes right, right. it's hey check in with your basic basic needs Knees. you know yes. yeah
0: okay and so you were also, well, you asked me during my session if I had like oracle cards. So you do mm-hmm. you incorporate like tarot and all that kind of stuff as well? Or is it like depending on the person or?
1: Um, I'll include it. A lot of the times it's depending on the person. It's, yeah. it's just what they need to hear at the time. So there are times where it's not included. Um, but I do like to use it. Um, I find that it's, it usually just ends up affirming for Mm. the client what came through um it also kind of it gives them promptings or guides to pray to uh but for me the cards are simply a tool you know it's not needed just like and just like crystals are simply a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's never needed. Reiki can be done with no essential oils, no crystals, no nothing. you know you could be stranded and in the middle of nowhere and you have Reiki as a tool um, if you've been attuned to Reiki and and taught Reiki
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay. So before Covid, did you like the way that
2: you're practicing now? Um, like we did a a distance Reiki session. Mm -hmm. So did mm -hmm. you have that before COVID had happened?
1: Yeah. Um, distance sessions are, to be honest, they're my favorite. Um, so I've always done them. I do both. I love doing in-person sessions. Um, this, once COVID hit, it's when I started utilizing zoom or an online platform, Mm -hmm. um, I I didn't know how I felt about it um, when I first started. Uh, But then because I love the distance so much and I've seen it work just as well, if not better than the in-person session. um, So I just decided to try it. And that's what Reiki is. I think that's what being on a healing journey is it's just getting curious you know it's Mm -hmm. it's not and so for me especially when I teach students Reiki I more so tell them to there's no one way to do Reiki there's Mm -hmm. no right way or wrong way so just try it you know be a child and let that inner child come out and be curious and explore um so Yeah, but it's the first time with the online platform and especially I'm going to be, you know, offering classes and that's going to be all of all online as well. So people all over the world can tune in. Mm -hmm. So I think it's been good, though. Like there's Mm -hmm. it's it's been a good learning curve. And I think what this has shown, um, it showed us that as individuals, as families, um, we're adaptable. You know, mm, and yeah. put in a crisis situation, yes, we're going to re- react and it's going to bring up all of these things, but then we're going to persevere and, 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 and push through and figure it out. So. I love it. Absolutely.
0: So you have, you do a bunch of different types of Reiki or like, uh, you know, I haven't written down like you do individual Reiki, which is what each of us did,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, group Reiki,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, the distance healing Mm
1: -hmm. which
0: is that similar or is that is that what one of us did
1: yeah um so so she did the the distance healing which which I loved you guys you folks actually picked um different ones which I I, I kind of wanted you to do Mm -hmm. so and you had the zoom but really it's the same really it's just it's just how you're receiving the message and the Reiki, but either way it's being received. So, you know, Crystal, you and I had more of a verbal dialogue, whereas I simply sent her a recording of the mm-hmm. session. Um, so it's, it's, but it's other than that, it's the same thing. It's just how you receive the message.
0: Okay. Um, and then I have down generational healing, and I have down, like, inner child. I just have inner child burned down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay. I'm happy to pick up on that. Um, so so generational healing had become a passion of mine, just learning about um, my mom's childhood, my grandmother's childhood. And then, um, you know, when I was doing the play Shipment Day, which is about a woman who um, is diagnosed with Hansen's disease, also known as leprosy. And she's sent to Kalaupapa, which is this coast off of the island of Molokai. Um, Yeah, so this sort of peninsula. And to get there, you have to take a private plane or I think just a private plane now, or maybe a boat. But when I was there, I discovered that my great-great-grandmother was a patient there and no one knew, no one in our family knew. Um, wow! because back in the early 1900s, if you were diagnosed with this, you were considered dirty, you were treated, right. uh, just like a prisoner. You were, you, were it, it, you weren't patient. You were a prisoner, you know, three, three, six, six. So, wow. um, so for me, I've learned and I, and I feel what is true is that, um, all of the pain that we've, that our ancestors have gone through it is passed down absolutely, I, and, and, and I, and I, and I don't think it's up to what I think sometimes, you know, Instagram posts make it sort of up to you. Like you heal the generational pain, but mm-hmm. I think the generations have healed the pain and we're just continuing this, uh, this healing, you know, there's always one person in the family. I would, I say that uh, is passionate about their own self healing. And when we heal ourselves, mm-hmm. we absolutely heal our generation. Uh, When I wanted to change my relationship with money, I looked back and, and saw my grandmother's relationship with money, you know, and, and my mother's relationship with money and how, and when I did a Reiki session, I was taken to the ancient Hawaiian times, almost like a channeling and just seeing that at that time their money didn't exist it, everyone mm-hmm. pulled their weight whether you Tree. lived in the mountains and you and you grew um, produce or you were a fisherman or you made you know, mats um y- your value wasn't based on the amount of money that that you had that you yes. had possessed so um um, I'm not saying, you know, money is a bad thing. I think, I think it's, you know, there's, it's, it's about changing our relationship with it. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. it's bad or good. I'll leave that to okay. everyone. everyone has their own <laughs> opinion. Um, but I will say it's, it's, it's unfortunate that it, it is, it's, inst- it instills fear, you know, and especially this year, so many people are on unemployment and food stamps and, mm-hmm. and, you know it's easy to tell other people like you should really do that for yourself you need help you know and then you and you you deserve that help you know but then when you do, you're doing it I, subconsciously or consciously it makes you feel unworthy it makes yeah. you feel like you are not partic- uh, not uh, not a full participant in society and there's a lot of self-judgment and that self-judgment has been passed down through the generations wow. and so it's pa- it's my passion to help guide others who are willing to to heal that to heal that and the inner child program um, is about healing your own just past traumas and for me healing isn't just you know i thought of that today when i was meditating healing isn't simply getting rid of the pain it's it's more so just learning to own it and learning to understand it and change how you utilize it in the world. You know, Mm -hmm. it's my pain now. Sometimes it controls me. Absolutely. I'm human, but now I can, I can see, okay, I see how I want to respond to my dad because his message was super rude. That's how I feel. Right. Mm -hmm. But now instead of immediately reacting, I read it and I think of the response I'm thinking about now, which sounds passive aggressive. Now I'm going to pause and I'm not going to respond until I feel that peace inside of me. And I know I'm responding rather than reacting. So mm. in the inner child healing, you really learn, it's all about journaling and everyone gets their individual journals as, and questions that's based on their Reiki sessions. So it comes with four Reiki sessions 4 one-on-one face-to-face and, um, 40 days of, of homework. Um, oh. and it's, It seems like easy homework because there are Mm -hmm. a few questions, but it's homework that takes time and it's homework that you sit with and it's, it's reflecting on your life Mm -hmm. now and on your experiences and how they're mirroring each other and what you want to change about that. So I have people sign sort of this honor contract of how valuable your money is and how valuable my time is and your time is. And, and I lay out the homework and the time commitment that's required because i think people should go in knowing what's required and and then we start once you send back the paper that's signed um
0: yeah i I found
1: it really wonderful yeah
0: yeah
2: what
0: would you say that
2: i said that requires a lot of honesty like if Mm. that was something i was doing i would have to you know really reflect and be honest about it otherwise i would be wasting time and money Mm -hmm. and i think that when we think about, like, especially our childhood, because that's what molds us, you know, mm-hmm. into adults, um, we've probably lied to our, ourselves about a lot of things, you know. Like, oh, Absolutely. Or things. been lied to. Yeah. Absolutely. Because like, you discover, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things you discover as you get older. Um, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's certain things that children shouldn't see. Right. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
0: So that's, yeah that's all stuff,
2: girl.
1: I
0: was uh, going to say, this is a deep shit, okay? This is yeah. not you know surface. <laughs>
1: yeah i have so so far i've been blessed to work with five clients uh no sorry sorry, yeah so five clients and one of them after the first week so i give you an opt-out after Mm -hmm. the first week if you decide that you're not ready for it then Mm -hmm. i honor that i think you i think it it should be a choice you know Mm -hmm. and and you get your full refund back if if after the first 10 days you decide that you're not ready to take this on then mm-hmm. i honor that because it it's a choice and it's not easy you know right. it's it's not easy for me um, cuz i do the program on myself too mm-hmm. um and so yeah you definitely want to be aware of the commitment that that lies ahead wow. um and it's just i call it the jump start because for me inner child healing Um, it's, it's lifelong, you know, because we can't heal it all at once. That would be far too overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And so we heal it as it comes up and sometimes it gets easier and then sometimes it gets harder. Mm -hmm. Um, but eventually it gets easier simply because we get better at it. We get stronger, we get more resilient, Uh, we're not judging the pain so much anymore you know trying to stuff it down it's more me saying hey I I see you and I hear you and I feel you and and I honor you and you're welcome to stay here in my body for for as long as you need to Mm -hmm. and you know I think before healing you think but what if it lasts forever? What if it never goes away? And I find that the faster I get to that place of telling myself the truth about how I'm feeling mm-hmm. and then feeling it, the quicker it is to go away. The quicker right. I get to that place where it just flows kind of out, you know.
0: So it really truly is a practice like any yeah. other, you know, like yoga or um, anything that you develop a skill set to be able to handle it even if it's a sport you know like Mm -hmm. this is like mind sports mind and body
2: yes it's probably more exhausting than physical yeah it can be yeah Go ahead. Um, do you have any practices that you do like after sessions to kind of decompress or because I imagine that some of these sessions are really heavy. Yeah. For you, if you're the vessel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Do you do, you, do you do anything after
1: like clear to yourself? Sessions? Yeah. So I've started. Um, I have a shower, not a bath, so I can't take a salt bath, mm. but I'll do a salt scrub um okay. that I make myself and that really really helps also taking a dip in the ocean Um, I find this is is my first time living near the ocean, and please know I know how blessed I am. And (laughs) taking a dip in the ocean after two or three sessions in a day is just the most cleansing thing. But as a practitioner, you actually build up the endurance and you learn how to really take care of yourself. Mm. So when I first started doing the inner child program, it, like, wiped me out. I woke up the yeah. next day and I felt like I almost been hit by a truck like mm-hmm. that's It was bad. Wow. And so that's because it opened up a new level of pain that, the, you know, that as a vessel I'm guiding um, mm-hmm. these individuals through. But the more I did it, the stronger I got and the less and less I needed to go jump in the ocean every single time. So there's also a buildup of endurance.
2: I'm gonna jump in there for a long
0: day.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, we all do.
1: I think good. Everyone, should, everyone needs to have a beach in everyone's uh, backyard.
0: Yes. There you go. That's what right. we need.
2: Have you ever had a like a client that was just like too overwhelming? Does that does that
1: exist? Yeah. I I, I and for I think a lot of Reiki practitioners or any form of healing, whether you're a therapist or a different type of energy healer or hypnotherapist, um, that's when it becomes about your your, your self-setting boundaries. And that's Mm -hmm. it, you know. Um, So... I, my clients, I would say don't get overwhelming because I'm not available 24 hours a day. Although you can reach out to me 24 hours a day and when I can, I will get back to you. Um, you know, and, and it's, and it's respect for myself, but also respect for you so that when I reach out to you, I'm, you have my full attention. I'm not in 10 different places trying to answer an intuitive Mm -hmm. question. I'm centered, I'm ready. Um, and also I don't, you know, I allow clients to feel anything they need to feel and say anything they need to say, and mm-hmm. and there's no judgment. And if I don't feel it's true for them, it's just their ego and emotion speaking, then I find, I find what I need is simply compassion. You don't always mm-hmm. need someone to say, like, hey, maybe this is <laughs> a little bit exaggerated. You know, sometimes you just need someone to say, I hear you, and yeah. I honor your feelings, and and give you a hug you know and so I find when I do that then then all, all is well and understanding that overwhelming clients are simply they lack boundaries in their own lives they lack boundaries with their own emotions so it's not coming from a place of malice or anything it's really coming from a place of seeking pain and seeking the light um yes so yeah sometimes it does but it helps practitioners get to a place of, of setting healthier boundaries it's just yeah. a constant lesson
0: right
2: yeah, I, I absolutely I agree with that because it's so exhausting um you know helping people
0: mm-hmm. and even
2: it, it even when you love to help people it is because it kind of overtakes you know what you have going on with yourself so you have to kind of all right this is yeah becoming too much yeah you know you're kind of bombarding me or i'm feeling bombarding
1: yeah and you know what so a couple things on that when reiki flows through you it's actually healing the vessel at the same time so you're not really taking on anyone's pain and and even though the energy may be heavy sometimes mm-hmm. it is clearable you know you can cut the cords you can go swim in the ocean or take a salt bath or a salt scrub um wash your hands under cool water. But a lot of the times, I actually end up feeling energized after uh, I do Reiki sessions on others. Um, and if I'm not, then sometimes it's I just need more rest or my practice is a little low or you know, um, but also, it's uh, self-healing has not has to, but you'll find as a practitioner, when you're healing others, if your self-healing and your self-care and self-love and self-practice is first, then then I am better equipped to mm-hmm. feel less tired and to take on other people's pain and, you know, all of those things. So, um, so I love it because if, if I'm in pain, if I'm sad, if I'm tired, then it's surrendering to it. And seeing if there are any lessons for next time. And because I've come to that place, it's a lot less stressful than when I first started, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So where are you hoping to take Voyager? I mean, like, what 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 brought Voyager up for you? And where are you, oh, my goodness. Where are you going with
1: this? I have, it's, like, I feel like you ladies could probably understand this of, mm-hmm. like, um, may I please have enough time in my lifetime to make all of my passions and dreams come mm. true, oh you God. know? Oh. Uh, and so constant prayer. Me, right, constant prayer. So, um, so with Voyager um, and even before Voyager and before Reiki, it's always been my dream to open um, and start a children's camp. And it's changed over oh. the years, especially with Reiki, and it's becoming more about self-healing but I really wanted to do it because so I was on I did I was doing background work in LA for one of the network shows Mm -hmm. and um you know I was I was beautiful and thicker at the time and they did not have pants my size they like squeezed me into like men's pants and I was like stuffed like a sausage in there you know yeah yeah and I felt awful I felt so awful and um, I remember asking them it, because, you know, physical looks is such a big deal when you're an mm-hmm. actress, right? Whether you want it to be or not, it just is. And um, I asked them, you know, well, do you have actresses on the show like that actually have lines that are my size? And mm-hmm. they said, no. She was like, no, wow. not really. She's like, and we should. And that's unfortunate. Like, you know, she's the costumer and she, it's not her, right? It's, It's not right. them. And she's like, but I wish we would. And I, and honestly, I I do wish we would. And um, I remember I wanted to help create um, a resiliency in children a little bit more um, Mm -hmm. with adequate tools and understanding of your feelings. You know, learning how to feel your feelings, Um, and especially in Hawaii. We have a pretty challenging meth problem. It's meth the addiction, really? meth addiction. Yeah, yes, wow. absolutely. And it's it's bad. and so um so growing up in that and around that, you know, sometimes you kind of feel like sometimes you're like, okay, am I gonna stay here forever? Am I gonna leave? Um, and so I remember just wanting to build up self-esteem, create that resilience so that in those moments when that does happen um, it doesn't break you or maybe it breaks you for that moment, Mm -hmm. but you, you understand those feelings and you know how to self-assess and you know that there are other things out there than perpetuating the cycle, the generational cycle that your family is in, whether it's drugs or physical abuse or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know, it doesn't have to be extremely traumatic, but, um, but I think generationally it's, it's, it's our blessing to be able to heal, the past for the next you know yeah. and so so that's that's like my end all be all dream is to get to a place where and now i really want to implement reiki and utilizing mm-hmm. it as a tool and just saying like you can be anything that you want you know and if mm-hmm. you want to follow in this path of your parents that's okay and that is absolutely a choice and i do not judge that choice because because we, we were given free will Right. But here's some other options, and you're worthy of all of those options. And and we want to be here to just let you know that, you know. Um, I so love it. yeah, our, I that's really love the, the idea
0: of like starting this from, from childhood, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like yoga and meditation and just like breathing mm-hmm. and everything for these kids, yeah. because I, I feel like that would have you know, a lot of people feel the need to like put their kids on medication because they're super mm-hmm. hyperactive you know um or they're just very eccentric you know autistic um you know what I mean and yeah. I feel like drugs don't solve all problems mm-hmm. clearly and so mm-hmm. just developing that kind of like practice so young I yeah. feel like would be extremely beneficial to society at large. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if that became yeah. a regular kind of practice in the Western world, especially, um, yeah. that we would we would conquer a lot more um, yeah. of our trauma and our our yep. shortcomings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, so I yeah. love that.
1: And you know, I know initially it's it's always. Well, other people have to heal for the world to become a better place. And I understand that thought process very much. But I think when you're on the healing journey, what you learn is that you have no control over anyone else and their decisions and what yep. they say. And when you heal yourself, you do you almost heal your perspective of the world. you heal mm-hmm. you heal and grow your own compassion mm-hmm. so that you can hear things or experience things. Um, without judgment, understanding that you right. must be in a lot of pain if you're this angry or this yeah. whatever.
0: Or without know? ego.
1: Without, without ego, absolutely, absolutely. And if we all did that, I think it would just be, that's to me, that's how we heal the world. We, if, if we each were taught to heal ourselves first, imagine oh. how much more loving and accepting and compassionate we would be to every single person, every individual, um. Yeah. So
0: oh, I just had deja vu. It's weird.
1: <laughs> you know what? I realized? I'm gonna turn
0: the light on. Oh my god! This is all weird. Like all of this right now. Why? <laughs> that whole thing, her turning on the light. I swear to God, like, I don't know. Um, I love it. That was weird. I love but it. There it is. So it's <laughs> Um. Yeah, I love this. So um. So you have a. An offer. You. Know, we're already doing like a promo for twenty uh, percent off. Mm-hmm. Um, capital. All caps. Double L. heel twenty. Um. For twenty percent off. But you also wanted to offer up something else, or at least introduce. Yeah. It.
1: I wanted to introduce something on this show. Um, you know, Reiki has been not just a huge part of my life for the past five years. Well, often, often on, um, Mm -hmm. but especially in this last year, it's been Mm -hmm. such a vital tool in, in really surviving this year, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so just because a lot, so many of us are in, um, different financial places right now, I just felt like, um, I've been gifted Reiki almost. And, and, and it's blessed me so much. And so now I want to bring or bestow, um, first degree Reiki. So there are, um, so there's first degree, second degree, third degree, and then, um, master teacher. Okay. And so the first one is you don't do it professionally. You know, you work on yourself, maybe your dog at home and family and stuff like that. Um, Second degree and higher—that's when you're able to work professionally. So I'm offering the self-healing Reiki um, for free to 21 individuals. Um, so it's three classes, December 6th. Ooh, let me get my calendar. Um, three classes in December, and I'm going to do uh, have seven students in each, and it'll be all over Zoom. Um, I'm going to send the PDF for free and then I'll also give them a book option. If they want to purchase it, they can, but it's not, it's not required or necessary. And so it'll be a one day class, um, just for about four hours. And so they'll learn a bit of the history of Reiki. They'll learn how to use the Reiki symbols, the sacred symbols, and then they'll be attuned to, um, to the Reiki symbols. So we all have Reiki in us. There's no re- requirements necessary, um, no experience necessary for this class. Um, it, it's it's really believed and felt true that everyone has Reiki inside of them and it's simply awakening that side of us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so the dates are December 6th. And here we go,
0: okay. You're writing this
1: down. So 6th, December 13th, and December 20th. And those are all Sundays. Okay. Um, okay. And then starting in... The new year in 2021, I'm going to be offering a free monthly Reiki share where people who have been attuned to at least first degree Reiki can come uh, virtually for now and then in person um, all over the world to practice Reiki on each other. Um, So it's a good way to practice and get Mm -hmm. feedback from the Reiki master teacher. Um, So yeah, so I'm really excited about this.
0: Awesome. Yeah,
1: so we'll be... um, We'll be you all both that
0: are info more than there. welcome,
1: by the way. More than um, welcome hell, yeah. to sign up else? for the class. Okay, just so you I know. Yeah. You Absolutely. I would love to. So, is that all, like, are there certain qualifications or anything that you're looking for, or just people just first come, first serve? So it's first come, first serve. Um, there are no requirements. Um, I really just ask that, and, you know, I, I kind of trust that, if you're signing up for this, there's something in you that's being called to this. So for me, that's why there's really no expectations or requirements or or anything like that. If you feel called to learn Reiki and see if this is something that you can use in your own self-healing toolbox, then by all means, absolutely, please sign up. Um, so, yeah, and I'll be publishing the link when, when we get off the call, I'll be publishing oh, the okay. link. And, um, so if you go to my Instagram, um, the at symbol, uh, Voyager, you go to my bio area and the link will be right there. And it's going to be called the gratitude Reiki class because it's my okay. gratitude gift. So, Yeah.
2: All right. Well, there's it. 19
1: spots left. Okay. Oh, there's 19 okay.
0: spots um, left. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So the uh, only other question I had was um, where you came up with the name.
1: So my partner, he's, um, he's a graphic designer and he studied marketing Um, and so I, the name used to be joyful energy, healing or joyful healing energy.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, and he said, you know, while the name is beautiful, just from a marketing standpoint, you know, uh, what would you think about having a shorter name, sort of like one syllable or two syllables? And I sat there and went through like hundreds of words, seeing what I wanted to put together, testing it. And it's actually the the combination of the word voyage and journey. And for me, that felt so right. You know, when I was a kid and I went to a Hawaiian charter school, I was in the navigation um, class, and we learned how to assemble a double hauled canoe, sail, you know, sail it in the bay. Whoa. And so for me, that experience and just being on this self-healing journey, it's felt like a journey. It is absolutely a voyage through my life, through my mm-hmm. pain. And, um, so it, it, it was a total magnificent divine thing to get that wow. name. It just, it felt, it was the only name that like felt like, oh, I like this. You know, I, love it I too. really it's, like
0: it. it. It is fitting. Yeah. So. Okay. Awesome. Do you have any other questions, Vic? No, I kind of, I wanted
2: to, um, kind of talk about my like Reiki session just a second. Okay. So, Yes. Um, so what I did was we talked on the phone for probably about like five or 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I gave her like a quick rundown, you know, she asked me a couple of questions and I just kind of started volunteering information <laughs> also. Bring it. And so then, right. So then we hung up the phone, we we were on FaceTime and so then we hung up and I was like meditating for like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. and so then after that she sent me a voice recording and what she was doing was like telling me what she felt like she traveled through all of my chakras and then she told me like what she felt um and things like that so what chakra is where the stomach is that's the solar plexus or yeah that's the solar plexus Mm -hmm. uh yeah so I, i thought it was and i didn't share this with you but I don't during like my time of meditating, like I really I could feel something in my stomach. I don't yes. it was just it was the strangest thing. And then when you gave me my um, voice recording, that that was like the most alarming thing I felt like. when you were you were talking about my stomach, Like you said you saw like lots of like milk and dairy, which yes, um, but, like inflammation. <laughs> <laughs> you said you saw like inflammation and things like that, but that was like what I felt the most though. So I just mm. yeah, that was just really interesting. Cause I was like, damn, something is like going on right here. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. there, girl. <laughs> I love
0: it. Yeah. That. That's awesome. And I, I felt like mine was very um well we basically we had a kind of a meditation on the on the zoom call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like together. Like we were both yeah. meditating. And then kind of, you know, we were talking, had some um just kind of back and forth. And then um and then we did the Reiki and it was just it was very quiet and I like laid down and um I was telling her it's very hard to meditate for me because my mind is just like Yes. It's just going, yeah. you know what I mean? So I always have to have to I have to like mm-hmm. remind myself what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Um but at the end, I remember her talking about uh, my ears and how she was getting kind of like a lot of anger. And I was thinking, I was thinking about that because I was like, "Man, you know, lately I haven't felt that anger." But after we got off the call, I like sat with that for a minute and I was like, "You know what? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still angry. Like, just, just about certain things, certain aspects yeah. of life, and, um, mm-hmm. you know." I was an act i've been an actress for a really long time and I've been kind of like pivoting and that makes me kind of angry but um but not in a i'm not mad at myself it's just more like a it's like an outward feeling you know mm-hmm. what i mean like in its entirety but so I felt like it was it was it was good it was definitely um i mean there was more to there was more to the the reading but yeah, yeah. I felt like it was a lot of good information
2: do you have any tips for Maybe someone who wants to start into Reiki, but mm. kind of cannot be
1: still. Mm. Um, yeah. So there are three things that are coming to mind right now. Um, one is journaling. You know, you can really meditate doing anything. It doesn't necessarily always have to be seated um, mm-hmm. and with your eyes closed and complete silence. Um the so journaling is one thing. The other thing is guided meditations are really amazing, especially when you're just getting started. Um, I do need someone talking to me the whole time, even yeah, when I first got help. started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also, when you're starting to do silent meditation, start really small. Do a five minute meditation, you yeah. know, a really intentional five minute meditation is far better than 30 minutes of you talking to yourself Mm -hmm. in your head, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just, five minutes and then 10 minutes and then you you just build up. So I would say consistency is key. Give yourself grace, give yourself a lot of Mm -hmm. grace. Um, What was the other thing? Oh, you know, I find that pranayama uh, in yoga, which is breath work. um, So it's kind of, it's utilizing your chakras and really utilizing, breathing into your belly. Um, And, that for me, just, I am fully in my body all of a sudden, you yes. know, I'm not thinking about really anything else except like, um, or maybe am I doing it right sometimes, but you yeah. know, I'm just like in the breath and like keep trying to continue because it, it, it kind of gets painful. You know, you are, you're activating your muscles. Mm-hmm. So I would say pranayama breath work. Um, you can find in all sorts of yoga, uh, kundalini breath work is probably my favorite, mm. um, journaling. Um, and it's really this journal is for no one but yourself. It doesn't matter what your writing looks like. It doesn't matter how you spell or the grammar. It's just sort of purging all of the ego-based thoughts, you know, and mm-hmm. really getting it out of your head. And I feel like journaling should be written with pen, paper, pencil, paper, uh, texting, writing on your computer. There's there's a disconnect, you know. Oh, yeah. You're sort of there's like it's almost like a superficial. Okay, I can say that I jotted down my feelings today, right? But, like, when you're writing it, it's almost, like, energetically, physically coming out of my body through the pen and on the paper. So, um, in the 40 days of healing the child within, all the homework, my requirement is that it's written. Um, You have to answer the journaling questions written. Um, I like that. And... Um, and then yeah, guided meditations and starting slow. Start like make attainable goals. Five mm. minutes. Because if if you're not a meditator and all you do is sit there and you struggle, then what you're gonna do is hear 30 minutes. Oh, that sounds forever. to so uh... do that. But for me it's oh five minutes. Okay. I could do five minutes, you know, and then you just build from there because, because you end up seeing the benefits of it, you know, how more aware you are, um, it it enhances your day and, and physically it's just so healthy for you. So Um, Those three, you don't need to, you can come into Reiki not having any of those practices. um, But once you start practicing Reiki, I love to pass that on and to have people like first and foremost, it's about creating one, my own personal regimen every day to honor myself, to hear myself, to center myself, you know? And I love waking up at 4 a.m., to be honest, when no one is around, Mm. when there are no cars, and it's just peaceful, energetically, and quiet. And that's when I'll do yoga, I'll do breath work, or I'll journal, I'll definitely do Reiki and meditate, and however much time I have, it depends. Sometimes I have 20 minutes, sometimes I have an hour, sometimes it's a day off. so as consistent as possible and okay. being consistent and then stopping is totally normal. You're not a failure. You know, I practice, practice, and then I, and then I let it go and I get mm-hmm. distracted or my schedule changes. And then I just, I start again, you know, it's okay to start again. You know, it's consistency, but gracefulness for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank
0: you okay. so much oh,
1: thank yeah, you so much Of course. thank you I'm so excited to be on this show and to uh, meet you two and to get to know you in, in different yeah. ways it's it's been a real blessing so thank you so much for having
0: me yeah. of course was there anything that you wanted to that we didn't get to that you wanted to share or um talk
1: about uh, no I'll just go through it you know um yeah I, I would say utilize 20%. If you want to just experience Reiki, if you're having a challenging time and 20% isn't enough, don't hesitate to ask. Don't hesitate to reach out, you know, um, And I highly recommend uh, signing up for the free Reiki classes. I think whether you end up using Reiki after that or you end up using it 20 years down the line for the first Mm -hmm. time, it's just it's still a beautiful practice to to experience. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, anyone. So anyone who's a student, they're going to be able to audit any of my classes once they finish. So if you too, when you sign up and complete Reiki, first degree Reiki, if I have any other public classes, if you want to re-up or audit it, you're more than welcome to audit completely for free. Uh, and I like oh, to have wow. that. Yeah.
0: Wow. Nice. Well, thank you so much so for like all those here. offers, too, because really yeah. it's yes. very generous.
1: It is. Thank you.
2: You're really for the people, I can see. And I people. like that. Yeah. I
1: yeah. I'm offering yeah. for the people taking accountability of their own healing journey. Yeah. You know. Like I that's that like, that's my complete sentence. Yes. <laughs> um, and that and that came from having to face myself and still mm-hmm. sometimes it, it's painful to like, oh, did I lie about that? Why did mm-hmm. I do that? Let me understand that or yeah. um I was defensive rather than taking accountability. So mm. it's 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 a beautiful journey. Yeah. I'm so glad.
0: I'm so happy that this all came together. Yes. And that oh we were good able to, yeah. Divine. Yes. Divine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so that's our show. And awesome. I really hope, you know, everyone listening definitely takes advantage of the benefits and you know, even if even if you're just curious, um mm-hmm. you know do a little research, check on the Voyager page, voyager.com. I'm sure, sh- you know, there's plenty of information out there um, just to give you a. Because, like you were saying, I know a lot of people can be skeptical of these things at mm-hmm. first. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this hooey, dewey, LA, like, you know, stuff. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> these yeah. Things have taken root for a reason. Right. They, Absolutely. You know, yes. a lot of people are very, um, what's the word? Dedicated to these yeah, these practices. So yeah. you know, once upon a time we didn't know what yoga was, guys. So right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just just saying.
2: And yeah, that <laughs> should <shit> works so. <laughs> yeah, it does.
0: so um thank you to we can find Kulay at Voyager V as in Victor O I J O U R. You can always follow us at Lifestyles of Love underscore and I'm at Crystal with a K. I'm at Vic underscore pistol. VegasHypeMedia dot com, um, and you can stream these episodes anywhere, Everyone, at anytime, everywhere. forever. We love you guys, <laughs> and we'll see you next week for the B- BBW.